welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I am your host, Casper. And I am your other hostess, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... <laughs> we haven't busted this one out in a while. Wednesdays are for a podcast. I couldn't help myself. We needed some We needed some British in here. Okay. I'm not going to hold that up, though, because I'll start sounding Australian and it's going to be stupid. <laughs> Anyway, I'm just a little, I'm a little hoarse, so I wouldn't be able to pull it off very well. So you're a nay horse? Like, nay? Yeah, I'm a little. <laughs> you're a little horse, how cute. So guys, <laughs> today is our episode on a haunted location, and we decided to go with somewhere that Becky has actually been. Um, it's called Lick Road, which was actually funny because, um... Someone commented on my post today. They're like, I feel like that's very unsanitary. And I was like, why did you lick this road? And he said, because the sign told me to. And I laughed. <laughs> because it was funny. I mean, it. the sign says lick roads. So <laughs> just just doing what the sign says. Uh, I wouldn't recommend that. No. I wouldn't recommend licking any roads. Could you imagine you're just driving some... <laughs> Like, what are you doing? I'm just licking the road. Why? What is that going to do for you? <laughs> because I don't know how to think for myself. Because I don't know how to think for myself, yeah. I just listened to the signs. I asked for a sign, and then, like, road showed up, and that's what I did. And that was my sign. That Here's was your sign. Literally your my sign. sign. Is stupid. <laughs> fucking idiot anyway so uh we're actually gonna talk about the legend behind like road itself which um is a legend about someone named amy when in reality there was a real murder kind of tied to it and her name was linda so more than likely the amy stuff is not accurate but the linda stuff is we'll get into that as we go on um and then of course we're going to talk about some Ghost stories that people have shared in this area. I have not been, but Becky has, so I will let her take over. So I randomly found out about this uh, legend just through, uh, you know, come to think of it, it may have been like a random Instagram post or something, and that's when I discovered that uh, the robe is not too far from my house, and it wasn't too far from a local drive that I've taken before. So uh, my husband and I last year uh, took a drive out that way, decided to drive down the road and uh, the road dead ends. So it's a residential area, um, but surrounding most of the road itself is um, actually a nature preserve. Uh, which is why when you get to, when you, when the road dead ends, um, it's got gates on, it's got gates up and, uh, basically telling you not to, you know, and a sign that tells you, you shall not pass. <laughs> so, right. Um, yeah, it's called Richardson, Richardson Forest Preserve. So that's where it dead ends to. So that's all private land. Um. So that's another big reason why uh, a lot of people, let alone if it's haunted or not, but I wouldn't recommend going traipsing around anywhere that's, you know, yeah, no trespassing, not supposed to, because I wouldn't want to get arrested. But uh, I did drive, we did drive to the end of the road, and I 
got out and took a few pictures, but uh, it's definitely very eerie back there. It happened to be an overcast, dreary day, so that made it even creepier. It kind of set the tone. But uh, yeah, it's just an all-around creepy area. There's a lot of spray paint on the guardrail, and there looked like an old mattress there somebody had dumped. Um, oh, that was and, mine. Uh, the, right? <laughs> like, hey, where else are you going to dump an old mattress but the end of a haunted rope? Come on, why not? So uh, I made a comment to Casper earlier that if anybody on our social media saw one of the promo posts that uh, Casper had found of the bridge, where a lot of the reported hauntings of Amy are the, the most popular and the, the most uh, uh, viewed sightings of her, I guess I should see if people see like orbs and shit. Uh, that is actually back off the road where you would actually have to jump over this gate fence to go see it. Um, which again, I don't recommend because that's trespassing. Um, but yeah, that's where, because there's a, uh, it goes over a, uh, a creek back there. So, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get into a really great article that just kind of gives, uh, some information about the road and the legend and the connection with the, uh, Linda, the uh, murder of Linda Dyer. Um, it's a great website called creepycincinnati.com. Um, we've actually used them before when we did our Ohio reformatory episode, they've got a lot of really amazing information about local, um, uh, Cincinnati haunted areas, Ohio haunted areas. And there's, quite a few in this state so it's fun to be able to do stuff that's local i was telling casper i always like the ones where we could do stuff that's local that places that we've either been to or can go to because they're just you know a few minutes or a few hours drive away or places that we've actually visited like we went to massachusetts and things like that because we're actually able to report back on it because we've actually been there and had our own experiences so it's really cool because it's like a connection to the story which is um, why I can't wait for Waverly. Oh, I'm so excited. Guys, let me tell you something. Everything I had planned this year, gone. Just everything. I had three conventions and Disney planned, and it's all gone. This Waverly trip better motherfucking happen. I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. all I want to do is just go ghost hunting. That's all I want to do. I had a do. convention and a vacation planned. And both of those were canceled, so this better fucking happen. Got good Waverly. Yeah, listen, like, it's in August, that's plenty of time, that's far away. It's really not that far away, which is crazy when you think about it. It's only, what, three months away? Well, if we can get it to where, you know, Ohio, just to make a quick comment about our current situation, Ohio is really flattened the curve quite a bit, we're really... Well, hopefully, the problem is not Ohio, though. The problem is Kentucky, because if Kentucky doesn't get it under control, then we're fucked. I understand, but the point I was trying to make was, is that if Ohio, Ohio is at a point where we're flattening the curve, obviously there's going to be problems in the surrounding states. It's not just Kentucky, Michigan as well. You know, they, they were short to get with the program, too. So what we just have to make sure that we get through is, um, not a second wave of it because we're yeah. kind of hitting like the worst parts of it right now. And that's not just Ohio, that's everywhere. So I think staying in place at least till uh, May is a great idea. Uh, middle of May, end of May. And then just having it limited to small enough gatherings throughout the summer. 
Yeah. Um, when you start to really see it taper it off. So I think if, you know, in a place like Waverly, as big as it is, you've got small enough groups that are separated out enough that I think in situations like that and other situations from here on out after June should be fine if you have small enough gatherings of 10 to 20 people. Problem is, uh, you know, concerts and stuff like that are going to suffer uh, immensely, but hopefully little things like, uh, you know, places like we're going, movie theaters, things like that are going to kind of maybe slowly but surely start to function. Because even if it's small numbers of people, you can still distance it out enough to make it safe. So hopefully we'll start to see little things like that open up. If others, if we can continue to flatten the curve and other surrounding states get with the program, you know, hopefully by, by June, definitely by August when we go to Waverly, we should start to see it get better. I just can't wait. I just told people don't accept this as the new normal. We will go back to normal. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll it's it's normal, weird because it's like I almost don't even want to go back to a normal because it's almost like obviously I do, but it's like a different kind of normal. A normal where we really be thankful and not take the little things for granted because I didn't even think about certain things that I've all of a sudden started thinking about now. Um and, like, I got spoiled. I got to see my friends all the time. And I haven't got to see any of them in a month and a half. And it's like, I can't. <sighs> I can't. Yeah, and we're in no way trying to sound selfish to everybody out there. Everybody's dealing with their own. Right. No, everybody's dealing with that shit. Everybody else, you know. We're just saying that, you know, this is affecting us just as, just as much as it affecting you. I have family that I can't see right now. I have a family member that's pregnant that's going through this right now. So it's just a lot. It's a lot for everybody. So we're not trying to sound selfish. We're just saying we're all on the same boat with everybody else. But we're I was just making the point of saying I don't want together. people to accept this as the new normal because it's not. No. <laughs> I think it's I think it gets negative if you start to accept it like that. Like everything's gonna go back to the way it was. It's all good. You know, we just gotta make it through the next couple months. So um We're all in this together. <laughs> once we know. <laughs> everybody hasn't seen that video already i've seen clips i thought that was cute um, oh i've i mean that's that's high school musical so right. <laughs> yeah i thought it was cute i i have no reason to watch high school musical i'm in my mid-30s um, i'll probably watch it in my is... mid-30s only because <laughs> nostalgia <laughs> lake road is home to the legend of amy a 30 year old woman said to have been killed by her boyfriend Located just outside of Cincinnati, it's one of the area's most popularly haunted hotspots. Lick Road dead ends at the Richardson Forest Preserve maintained by the Hamilton County Park District. There are two paths at the end of the road, both gated, leading into the preserve. Um, I think one way, yeah, it says here, one way to the right goes into the field, another way to the left leads into the woods, and a small bridge crossing a creek. It's at the bridge that Amy is said to have been killed. So... To your left, if you go over the gate through the woods to where the small bridge is across the creek, that is actually where the forest preserve is. If you go to your right across the gate into the field, that actually goes into private land um, that dead ends into uh, horse stables. So again, that's why we said private area. Um, not to mention the fact where the preserve is being maintained by the Hamilton County Park District. You don't want to run into a uh, uh, anybody that's like a game warden. Ooh, 
they're federal. That's like way worse than running into a cop. <laughs> like that's bad. That's a bad deal. They can take your car, everything. You ain't got no say so about it because <laughs> you're trespassing on federal land. Bad deal. Um, sitting there at the end of the road can be creepy enough, but when you throw in some of the stories about the area, it's even worse. Depending on who you are um, or who you may ask, you will hear screams in the night, footsteps, or catch a glimpse of a woman in white walking by. The most popular story is that if you park and sit and wait, Amy will write the words, help me, and condensation on your windows. Not to mention an old urban legend staple. I've heard this so many times. If you park your car facing the path, shut off the engine, and flash your light three times, an orb or an apparition will come towards you down the path. Uh, yeah, I've heard this several times. Uh, this is even similar to my dead-end story I told about the Eric saw, but I don't remember us flashing our lights three times, but it's similar because I've heard of people doing that. Uh, even in urban legends, I remember that. Until it was recently replaced, one of the street signs on Kemper Road just before you reached Lick Road had the name Amy spray, pin, spray painted across it, which set a creepy tone. However, it doesn't appear that Amy or anyone else has been murdered here. When asked, the chief ranger for Hamilton County Park District, who held the position for over 20 years, says there's no records of any deaths, natural or otherwise, at the Richardson Police Reserve. Uh, now that, I want to say this article was written back in 2011, so... Um, the uh, contributor to the article, I believe his name is Rick. That would have been back in 2011 that he spoke to the chief ranger of the Hamilton County Park District at that time. Uh, it says here that likely the legend started with the death of 15-year-old Linda Dyer. On August 24, 1976, Dyer was hitchhiking on North Bend Road and picked up by two men in a 1975 Volkswagen. The following day, her body was found under a bridge at the corner of Crest and Banks Road, which is close to Lick Road. Uh, Banks Road is actually very, I just wanted to make a quick comment. So Lick Road is off of a main road called Kemper Road. Uh, Banks Road, you, whichever direction you're going, you either drive past Lick Road and then Banks Road or past Banks Road and then Lick Road. Like they're that close to each other. They're just within a couple blocks of each other. So... That's that. I just want to make the point of saying that if people are like, oh, and it's like, yeah, but they're both very close to each other. Just they're just within a couple blocks of each other. These roads are. Um, the autopsy revealed that Dyer was stabbed and strangled or strangled, then stabbed to death, I should say. But due to lack of blood around the body when she was found, it was determined that she had likely been killed elsewhere and body was dumped there. Her killer was never killer or killers were never found. So while they're. While the murder itself didn't occur at the bridge on Lick Road, the location and details of her death are close enough to the legend of Amy to believe that her death was the origin of the ghost story. So does Amy, Linda, or someone else haunt the dead end of Lick Road? I guess the only way to find out is to drive out there, roll up your windows, and wait for her plea for help. But since a lot of you already do that, don't expect to be alone there. There's always someone driving uh, back there to have a look for themselves. Uh, the area also gets patrolled by police pretty regularly, so keep that in mind. I've mentioned that enough times. <laughs> Lastly, if you venture past the gates looking for one of these goats, you are trespassing. Um, I guess at some point you were able to get permission from the Hamilton County Park District before going in. I'm sure maybe, it, I'm sure maybe you might be able to do that since it is a forest preserve, but you just have to make sure you're not going into areas, I guess certain areas that are blocked off. Um, I did kind of want to go into more details about Linda Dyer's murder, uh, since this website didn't give a lot of information about that. 
there is a book that was written by an author by the name of James Willis called The Big Book of Ohio Ghost Stories. And I was able to get a couple of excerpts from that book um, where it did touch on Lick Road, Amy, um, and the murder of Linda Dyer. Uh, so it actually said that night of August 24th, 1976, Linda was at a party with some friends when she realized she had left her jacket behind at an establishment that they had visited earlier that evening. When she asked her friends for a ride back to get her jacket, an argument ensued, ending with Linda saying she was going to hitchhike back to the establishment. She never made it. The following day, her body was recovered under a small bridge at the corner of Crest and Bank Road. An autopsy revealed that Linda had died due to strang strangulation and multiple stab wounds stab wounds so it's possible that when the murderer went to strangle her to death that she wouldn't die so he stabbed her which is incredibly unfortunate um evidence tended to suggest that she had been killed elsewhere and her body was dumped on the bridge after despite a thorough investigation no one was ever arrested and charged with the murder of linda dyer and the case remains open today uh now here's the thing lick road is less than one and a half miles from where dyer's body was recovered so again, like I said, Banks and Lick Road are very close to each other. In addition, someone living near Lick Road reported hearing what was described as teenagers arguing in the woods the night Linda disappeared. Taking all this into consideration, as well as some of the eerie similarities between Linda Dyer's murder and the Amy legend, including the elements of hitchhiking being murdered elsewhere and the body being dumped at another location, it raises questions of whether the ghost real name is actually Linda Dyer. Could it be that as time passed, people forgot the name of the ghost and somehow Amy got substituted for Linda? Perhaps it's something to consider when it comes to ghost stories. You never really know what you, when you've gotten the whole story, um, which I think is very true to say because um, there's never been any anything about this Amy story that's ever been able to be substantiated, that she, that it was her boyfriend that supposedly raped her, murdered her, dumped her body, you know, there's nothing that's been able to substantiate this Amy name, but we do have 15-year-old Linda Dyer that happened less than a mile and a half away. Uh, so I think it's more likely to believe that just over the years, you know, this was 43, 44 years ago, it, it would, I think when the, um, legend of Lick Road and Amy started, it could have very well, just over the years, people forgotten the name, because I think the stories uh, started to get more popular in the 90s and 2000s. So by this time, it would have been 20, 30 years since the murders had happened. By that time, people could have completely forgotten the name of Linda and somehow substituted Amy when talking about uh, ghost stories. Um, so I, I could definitely see how that would happen. Um, I also wanted to make a point of saying that where, when Linda was picked up hitchhiking, when she was walking, um, North Bend Road is very close to this area. So it's a road that connects to a major highway. So it would be real simple for somebody to just drive off that highway, drive off this road, see her hitchhiking, grab her real quick, take her somewhere, strangle her and kill her, stab her, drive off this back road to dump her real quick, jump back on the main road, North Bend, and jump back on the highway. Like, it would be really easy to do. And um, 
it's just a horrible, horrible thought because she was so young. I mean, like 15 years old, that's still in high school. Um, I did want to make up a point, and this is a real long shot, but just because we've mentioned his name before, and I just thought it was really interesting because I was discussing this story with someone the other day. Uh, there was a murderer that we've mentioned um, before on the podcast, I think like really early on when we were doing kind of a random sort of like laid back uh, random news stories one. Um, and it was about a killer named Samuel Little. Um, he is a uh, black, older black man. I believe he is 79 years old and he's currently uh, serving time for uh, murders of women. Um, and they believe that he could have murdered up to 93 women, uh, which would make him the most prolific serial killer of all time. Um, I mean, he would have more murder, three times as many murders as Bundy and Gacy. Like, that's insane to think. Um, so he would have started murdering in the 70s into the late 80s. Uh, and then also murdered a few women in the 90s and one in 2018. They've connected him to two murders already in Cincinnati. Um, and I'm trying to see if, yeah, he's in California right now. Uh, so the murders that he's being convicted of happened in California, Texas, and Ohio, including the two in Cincinnati that we mentioned. Um, so the only reason why I bring up his name is because, uh, Samuel Little's MO, his modus operandi, if you will, was that he strangled women. Um, he's even been reported to saying in interviews that he kind of got off on strangling women. I've heard that, uh, I've heard that before, that that's, that's kind of more indicative of power. You know what I mean? If they could do it with their bare hands, that uh, they're taking their life away. Um, and he always picked up random women, usually hitchhikers. He typically, and was even say that he was usually like drug addicts or uh, prostitutes, like women that he think nobody would miss, nobody would care about. So when he saw Linda, he probably didn't know, you know, just saying if it was him. Um, there's this gap between 1975 and December of 1976 where Samuel was not in prison. By December of 1976, he had made it to Missouri and was convicted of assaulting a woman there. Um, now, in 1975, one uh, murders one murder that he happened to mention as a possible murder because now it's been discovered that he's been drawing pictures of murders that he remembers and that's how we got this count of over 90. So he counts in 1975 there was an unnamed black woman that he murdered in Knoxville, Tennessee. So Knoxville, Tennessee to Cincinnati, Ohio is about a six hour drive. So somewhere between 1975 and the end of 1976, how possible would it have been for him to be able to come here and murder someone and then make it to Missouri by that time to assault a woman. It, you know, it, it's just, it, I'm, I'm just putting numbers together. I'm just putting two and two together. You know, sometimes certain things can sound like coincidences and I'm just throwing it out there that it could be a possibility. Um, you know, this is definitely something I would, I was telling Casper before we recorded, I would love to try to find more research and explore something like this in the future. Maybe speak to a local uh, police uh, force and see if there's a detective that might still be working on cold cases because, you know, as I said, um, from the Big Book of Ohio Ghost Stories, this was published uh, in and around 2018, so within the last couple of years, um, stating that up until that point that Linda's murder has been completely unsolved. So 1976 we considered a cold murder, but as an unsolved murder, even if it's cold murder, it doesn't necessarily mean it's closed, it can still be open. So just to throw out a possibility of if there could be somebody out there linked to this murder, I'm sure she still has relatives that are alive. You know, she was 15 years old. 
you know, um, I hate that we weren't able to get more information about her personally prior to the podcast, but uh, my heart goes out to any family of hers that might still be alive and around in the area. Um, but uh, like I said, I'm just throwing it out there because the Samuel Little guy, they haven't even touched the surface of uh, how many people he's killed, supposedly killed, actually killed, why he did it. Some of it was due to a lot of what we hear, uh, you know, no father, single mother, terrible relationship with the mother, terrible mother, didn't take care of him. You know, you hear that with Edmund Kemper, you know, several murders who had terrible relationships with their mothers. So, you don't, you know, that could have been possibly played a role into it. So I'm just saying, I can't wait. We will, I know we've mentioned before that we definitely want to do a podcast episode about Samuel Little. I've been, I've just been trying to wait till there's more information because when we first found out about him, there wasn't a lot of information around about him, about him yet. Like it, it was, it was just kind of scattered. So now that there's more out there, um, I want to wait and do like a full podcast about him at some point. But um, I'm really curious to know if uh, he in any way is connected or just if there's been any updates in the last few recent years about Linda's murder, because, um, you know, I'm more intrigued by that story that this poor young girl was murdered and the name has just been lost over the years and it just kind of all got confounded over a 20, 30 year period with this Amy legend. Um, even though there are some pretty substantial stories of some creepy shit that people have experienced back there. Um, <clears throat> which like is I really said, weird though. Cause like, think about the fact that if he did, kill her and he's probably on his way to be the worst serial killer that america has ever seen oh yeah they said the most prolific yeah 93 yeah that's that's a lot yeah. guys but he had 33 so that's 60 more than him well, he, he claims to have killed more but even if he did i really don't think bundy ever hit 100 honestly he may have, he may have not, maybe we'll never know. He confessed to the 33, but who's to say, you know, there's a there's a time gap with him. Who's to say he didn't do it during the time gap? But he didn't confess to that, knowing as much of a narcissist as he is. I feel like that's something he would do. <clears throat> so, with this I think guy... the other thing with Samuel Little is he had the one-up of having more time. Right. You know, he started in the early 70s and didn't end. I mean, he was still murdered <coughs> in the 90s. Murdered a woman two two years ago when he was 77 years old, you know? He Sometimes, said, you know, when you're 77, you gotta... You, you got urges, you I guess. Off. You just <laughs> go off on somebody and you're like, well, I'm almost 80, but I might as well kill. Let's <laughs> wear off. You're like, fuck it. Well, no, that was actually one thing that he mentioned in an interview, this discussion I was having the other day that he had mentioned in an interview that part of the reason why he start, he stopped murdering, because he was murdering pretty, pretty regularly back in the day, especially when he first started, according to himself. You know, it'd be a couple a year, several a year, one a year, you know, however many. But he just stopped, admittedly, uh, he st as, as he stated, is because he got too old. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> When you, you get know, too old to kill. When you get too old to be out here murdering and strangling. Got that arthritis. <clears throat> got, hands, can't I got arthritis. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I swear to God, I'm not trying to make light, but I'm just... No, like, seriously, like, when you actually come out and say that the reason you're not killing anybody at this point is because you're too old? Yeah. Where are your priorities? That was where he decided to stop. Well, you know, got too old, so... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm too old for this. I can't be killing no more. It's just hurting my joints, and I'm not as young as I once was. Oh, poor you. Well, fuck your joints. (laughs) They fucking... Anyway. (laughs) I know, right? Oh, God. Well, he is in prison now, so... Well, good. He needs to... He's 79 years old. He's gonna die in prison. I'm too old to be in prison. (laughs) I'm too too old for this shit. Fuck you. Like, how many people have you killed, sir? Be in prison. Enjoy it. Enjoy some time. Even what they can prove is too damn many. You're out here throwing numbers in the 90s. Fuck out of here. Right. Like, they're already proving a shit ton on you. Why are you handing on the smoking gun? Fuck that guy. (laughs) He may be worse than... Excuse me. He may be worse than Bundy... Oh my god, I have hiccups. I'm sorry. Oh worse, no, you're totally fine. That happened to me earlier and it fucking sucks. I hate that shit. Worse than Bundy in the narcissism area is what oh, I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, don't get any sympathy from me, sir. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go. Um, anyway, Catherine, I will let you get into, um... The legends. Shall the we talk? Legends, shall we talk hauntings. about the legends? Because you know, like we said, even though Amy may not necessarily be the name to the story, there has definitely been some freaky shit that's been going on uh, at the end of Lake Road in those woods for quite some time. So. Yes. <clears throat> Despite its name, Cincinnati's Lake Road is not a fun road. <laughs> I can't do this. I was going to try to do it all in a British accent, and I'm not, I can't, I can't, I'll just laugh through the whole thing. I was at least thinking you were going to get through the first sentence, but you're like, I, I didn't know if you'd be able to carry the whole thing, like, I think. The, the first, first sentence is really long, so. <laughs> it's like, that was way longer than I anticipated. Like, it's a whole fucking paragraph for one That's sentence, like and I don't long. understand why we're being aggressive here. Despite its name, Cincinnati's Lick Road is not a fun road to travel on. Oh, there is a period there. Never mind. That was not a very long sentence. Period dot. No, you're fine. What is a Period. Um, it twists and turns its way through woods and past farmhouses before dropping you down a steep hill where the road suddenly ends right at the border of Hamilton and Butler counties. There are signs posted stating that the area at the dead end is a park, but it certainly doesn't look like the place for a nice Sunday stroll. Probably not. But if you can shake off the overwhelming feeling of dread, which Becky said that she felt... Um, ignore the occasional gunshot blast from someone target practicing nearby. You just might be able to uncover a secret or two about the legends associated with this road. Excuse me. You see, no one is really sure what actually happened here, but whatever it was, it wasn't pretty. Nice way to put it. And it involves a woman named Amy. It does not involve a woman named Amy. I really personally don't think it has anything to do with an Amy. Um, Amy is just the legend part of it, but, um, 
I really don't think it has anything it's like to do I with told an you. alien. Yeah, I definitely yeah. don't think it is. I think that just got it just got tied in over the years, like that article said that people believed it was, but it's definitely Linda. I definitely believe it's uh, you know it's an unsolved murder. I definitely believe it's Linda. Linda, listen. Linda, listen. We're trying, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> Linda. We're trying. Depending on the age of the person you ask, you will get one of three stories about what happened on Lake Road to cause it to become haunted. About the only thing the stories have in common is a woman named Amy meeting her violent, untimely demise. The three most popular legends are as follows. On prom night, Amy and her boyfriend decided to park at the end of Lick Road for a little post-prom romance. Unfortunately, the evening ended with Amy being raped and killed inside the car by her boyfriend. It's not really a fun prom night filled with romance. <laughs> well, Amy, it sounds like, um, I don't know why it follows popped in my head, but it did. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, no, that's awful. <laughs> that I mean, no it's one was raped in that movie, ever. at least, but, uh. No. Great soundtrack, worst STD ever. <laughs> That's how I describe it. Follows if anybody ever asks me about that movie. That I'm should like, be that should be its hashtag. Worst, worst STD ever. <laughs> that is it. Follows. <laughs> yeah, it follows hashtag hashtag worst STD ever. Worst STD. <laughs> soundtrack. You, if you have sex, you will die, and get chlamydia. That was a Mean Girls reference to anyone who didn't know. Anyway, well, Amy yes. was... Yes. Yes. That fucking coach. That and then he spelled chlamydia wrong. He spelled that he's been banging to underage students. <laughs> step away from the underage students. <laughs> he just kind of glance over that tell him to step away. It's like, oh, where's that motherfucker? Well, I mean, it was consensual. I mean, they were minors, but at least it wasn't pinned as rape. Anyway. Uh, still. <laughs> he shouldn't be doing statutory. that. Statutory. Right. Hashtag statutory. <laughs> hashtag technicalities. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag statutory. Hashtag 10 to 15 years. <laughs> 10 to 15. Hashtag, I did not have sex with that woman. <laughs> that teenager? That Asian teenager? I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Oh anyway, while Amy was out for a little moonlit stroll one evening, she was attacked by an unknown assailant, although in some versions it's her stepfather. Amy attempted to escape by running into the woods at the end of Lake Road, but she barely made it to the woods before her assailant caught and killed her. Amy was killed by yet another unknown assailant on nearby West Kemper Road. The killer then dumped her body at the far end of Lick Road. Regardless of which version of the legend you hear, they all end with Amy's ghost haunting the end of Lick Road and the adjacent woods. How she chooses to do that again varies, but there are two popular ways which are interchangeable with the above-mentioned legends. In one version, Amy's ghost simply floats through the woods and along the dead end of Lick Road, occasionally crying out for help or simply screaming at the top of her long lungs. I love how they say simply screaming at the top of her lungs. Who simply screams at the top of their lungs? Nobody. <laughs> I feel like a simple scream is like a, ah, not like a blood curdling <laughs> top of your lungs scream. I just Did simply scream. Miles into the woods? Come on. <clears throat> like, calm. 
that's too calm. <laughs> um, but the creepier way she sometimes chooses to make contact involves her leaving you messages on your car. It is said if you park your car at the end of the like, road, lock it, walk away. When you return, not only will the car's windshield be fogged up, but the words help me will be written in condensation from the inside. As if Amy's tortured spirits hadn't su suffered enough, another story has popped up recently that connects Amy with an old abandoned bridge located in the woods off Lick Road. The story says that if you stand in the middle of the bridge and shout, Amy, I have your baby, that her ghost will appear and chase after you. That's what I want to do. <laughs> the, re <laughs> the reason why she does this is unclear, although some say it is she's angry at having been killed before she was able to have a child. So her ghost considers what you're shouting to be your way of mocking her. But there are a few people who say Amy's ghost comes after you because in life, Amy secretly gave birth to an illegitimate child that she killed by throwing it off the bridge. So her ghost comes after you because you know her secret. Keeping that in mind, you're betting it's only a matter of time before Amy's baby starts kicking up a fuss and that old bridge officially becomes known as a crybaby bridge. So, <clears throat> those are the official legends that are drawn around that area and around Amy. Now, I did find a site where people actually contributed to their own experiences that they've had here. So, um, it goes all the way from 2004 to 2012, and we actually had a friend write in, and he had his own experiences himself. So, in 2004... Melissa sent in um, one of the first stories from Lick Road. She tells about the sighting of a blue orb that her and her friends saw there that night. Nothing appeared on their actual video, only audio prevailed. <clears throat> so she says, a group of friends and I went down to Lick Road tonight because we were bored. I feel like that's something to do right now. Yeah. So, so yeah, funny story. This has that. absolutely nothing to do with anything that we're talking about right now. And I haven't even told... Becky this, but I just found out my cousin got married um, mm. two days ago or Sunday. It was Sunday. I believe it was. And I texted her and I, I, I knew she was engaged but I had no idea she was getting married so early and I said um, I had no idea you were getting married. What what decided, you know, what decided it? And she said we got tired of watching TV. <laughs> that was her that was her answer. She said, we got tired of watching TV and we were bored. I'm like, you know, I feel Hashtag that right now. quarantine marriage. I feel that right now. <laughs> I looked at my roommate and I said, I'm going to look at you one night. I'm just going to be like, I'm bored. I'm going to go get married. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm, I wouldn't say let's go get married because... She's family, and that's weird, but... Um, oh, no, that's illegal. Maybe <laughs> actually, it's Probably. not. in. I think oh, it's Kentucky. Or somewhere. Because <laughs> she's she's technically my third cousin, so I think that's actually legal in... Oh, right on. Gotcha. But, yep, nope, right. she's family. That's as sure far as it goes. Creepy. But I would exactly. just look at her and I'd be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get married. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm just gonna go find somebody. And I'm gonna I'm be so, like, do hey. you wanna get married? You bored? Let's get married. Let's go do this. <laughs> it's just like that Bruno Mars song. Looking for something fun to do. Hey, baby. I think I want to marry you. <sighs> uh, 
<clears throat> anyway. That's the song you can play. That is that is perfect. Anyway, <laughs> so back to this. I had to share that story. I thought it was so funny. I was like, there no, was not much of a bit. response you could have given me that would have been better than we were bored. And we were tired That's of watching TV. I like it. They were already already engaged. Might as well kept going. <clears throat> I like it. All right. So from Melissa, a group of friends and I went down to Lick Road tonight because we were bored and had heard all the legends about it. A few minutes after we turned off the car, a blue orb began to circle around the car. As we began to reapproach the driver's side, we peeled out of the dead end. It was very scary. I still can't believe we saw it happen. We bought a, brought a video camera, and although the only only the audio remains, it still creeps me out. It does suck that sometimes I swear ghosts know they're being filmed. I swear they know that shit, and it you can see it with your own eyes, but your phone, camera, whatever it is, won't capture it. Mm-hmm. They that know. A lot. Those motherfuckers, they know. They're smart. Um. So in two thousand three, very short. First-hand account came from an anonymous contributor. Last week, me and three friends went to Lake Road. Just before the final bend in the road, we stopped and rolled the windows down. We were just past the farmhouse, and our voices started echoing inside the car. The windows would not roll up, and that was for no apparent reason. For you to have echoes inside of the car with your windows down? That's weird. Uh, yeah. That's very weird. It's beyond weird. It would even be weird with the windows up. Like, you're not going to echo in a car. So, that's very weird. Um, from 2004, it comes from another anonymous contributor. Um, me and some friends rode down to Amy Land. Amy Land. This is what they call it. <laughs> right. I mean, if it's Amy Lee Land, consider me there. That's a whole <laughs> But Before is this, so. <laughs> is this Amy Land or Amy Lee Land? Because if it's Amy Amy Lee Land, sounds stupid. It sounds like you're trying to say Leland, <laughs> and you're like Lee Land, Lee Land. It does like you're trying to say Amy Leland. Like what? Who? Huh? <laughs> um, before you get there on the same street is a little place called Midget Land. What is called Midget Land? I live here, and I'm like, what is this shit? Anyway. We... Oh, that's been a legend. Okay. Let me let me, let me, me put this to rest. <laughs> it is not in this part of Cincinnati. It, used, it was uh, more so on the west side of Cincinnati, which is uh, several miles away from this part of Cincinnati. I've heard this legend, urban legend. Going all the way back into the 90s, my uncle talked, uh, told me about it. That, like, I think somewhere over near, like, I'm not even going to mention the neighborhood. Because, I, you know, if people locally are listening to this, and, I, and I'm sure it was a fake fucking thing. But uh, there was a, a whole group of houses that supposedly were really tiny. And little people lived there. And it was, like, a whole, like subdivision area of little people and it, you you would be able to look over this real tall fence and see this whole area of little people and it was like this urban legend that went around Cincinnati from like the late 80s into the into the early 90s so of course you wouldn't have heard about it because you weren't even alive when it was around but I remember my uncle talking about it when I was a kid and like people would try to go out and find it and they never found it 
So it wasn't huh. anywhere near Lick Road. I don't know what the fuck this person's talking about. They don't know what the they're talking about. Just so we can put it out there. Midget is not the preferred nomenclature. It is little people. I just want to say that so we don't have anybody emailing us. I don't want to get any fucking emails from anybody because we use that word. This is what somebody wrote in. It's on ohioexploration.com. Take it up with them. They wrote it in anonymously, probably for that reason. We cannot condone the word midget. Before we start getting fucking emails. Or they could have just left it out. And why are they even calling this Amy Land? It's not called Amy Land. Like, this person doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Why don't we skip over theirs? Just so we don't start. <laughs> That's what sounds stupid. Well, it, it's it's good once you get past that stupid okay, shit. Okay, well, let's just get into the windows. So... Yeah. Anyway, moving on past this weird-ass beginning. So we wrote down there honking the horn because it's... Okay, no, we're not finishing this That's one because it said, keeps talking about midgets. Never mind. Go to the window suddenly got foggy. That's why I said read from there. If you go to where the window yeah, suddenly I see got it. foggy and then it... So, yeah. okay. So, yeah, the window suddenly got foggy. He wasn't going to leave, but my cousin noticed that someone wrote Amy on the side of the window. So he turned on the lights and we started to leave. But once we got to the top of the hill, a car was following us and flashing its lights. We rode all the back streets, but this car kept following us. We got to Pippin at the light, and the light turned red. That man was driving... The man that was driving the truck got out and came to my friend's window and tried to open the door. When he could not, he banged on the window, telling my friend to roll down the window. The light turned green, and my friend drove off. We cut through all back streets and lost him. So that's not even really paranormal. It's just weird-ass people, which is probably something that would be happening there anyway that kind of makes sense honestly what i think happened like i said it's a residential road so what probably could have happened is they probably could have been you know if they've got lights back there and they're honking if they're back there riding down honking then they're disturbing the people that live in that area because it is a you know it's some of the houses are spread out because, you know, it is more like a country back road, but some of the houses are closer. But if they're back there joyriding at night, flashing their lights and honking, I'm sure it was probably somebody that lived in that area that probably chased them down the fucking road for being a bunch of little obnoxious assholes. All right, anyway, we apologize for that story. That story was fucking terrible. <laughs> well, it wasn't as terrible as the person writing... Well, no, the people that wrote the story were terrible, yeah. my apologies, but this next story actually looks really good. This next story is crazy. Uh, so, this was from 2005. Rodney Linter is the one that sent it in. Um, oops. On Sunday, March 6, 2005, several of my friends and I decided to head out to, lo- to a local road said to be haunted by a woman named Amy. Supposedly, she was killed by her boyfriend and dumped at the end of the road, but as with all ghost stories, I feel this one has been contorted over time. Already know it's going to be good because we got a healthy skeptic here. Legend has it if you park your car at the end of this road and face the woods in the direction her body was found, she will actually appear and write help in the condensation on your windshield. <clears throat> Excuse me. We turned off West Kemper and onto Lick Road and anxiously began our excursion. Excursion. The road is fairly long and is adjacent to many farmhouses. The road gets more and more narrow as you progress and eventually dead ends into a gravel cul-de-sac. When we reached the dead end, no pun intended, we faced the woods, turned off the car, and waited. There were six of us in one car, and it fogged up rather quickly. Apparently, that's a thing. 
with it fogging up rather quickly, although there are six of you in a car. So for six of you to be in a car for it to fog up quickly kind of seems normal. Well, and I think part of the reason why is when you drive down, so the way people are describing the road is very accurate. It is kind of a narrow back road. It's paved, but it's kind of a narrow backcountry road, and then it dead ends, and uh, it goes down a hill, and when it dead ends, so it's kind of like you're down in a valley, and you're just a couple of miles away from a creek. So if you're going on, depending on what time of year you're going, okay, this was in March, the story says it was March of 2005. <clears throat> so March 2005 was probably pretty cold in Cincinnati. So yeah. like you said, with six people in the car, I'm assuming with the heat turned on at some point and it being down in a valley near a creek, it's pretty well likely that there would be fog. So it's probably why fog is pretty similar in all these stories is that if a lot of people are going around a time of year where it's colder and it being down in a valley near a creek, that could be why. So I just wanted to preface that. Excuse me. So we sat there silently for some time throwing out an occasional, did you see that? Or what the fuck was that? Try to scare one another. After about 30 minutes of seeing and hearing absolutely nothing, we decided to try to talk to Amy. Quote unquote. We expressed our interest and told her that we were there to help her if it possible. I asked if she could give us a sign, something more than a feeling. I asked her for sight or sound. Shortly after talking to her, the wind began to howl, and we heard what sounded like footsteps in the gravel just outside the car. Yo, listen. Hell no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> So, with the windows being so foggy, we couldn't see out of the car. Needless to say, we didn't really want to either, and we were getting pretty freaked out. After about two to three minutes of us huddling in fear, the noises stopped, and we thought we could breathe freely. Well, we were wrong. Our chests began to tighten, and we didn't know if it was due to the fact that we had six people in a tiny sealed-off car, or because there was an ominous and foreboding presence leeching our breath. I proposed that half of us get out of the car and the other half stay in to see what happened from there. I was with three girls and two guys. Needless to say, both of the guys passed out and all three girls stepped outside with me. Pussed out, not passed out. I was like, passed out. It was an eerie... I was like, they passed out and the girls got out? What the fuck? I know, I was like... <laughs> I'm... I was like, wait a minute, no. <laughs> yeah, it's pushed, not passed. Yeah, it was an eerie night outside, oh, overcast and chilly, which is Ohio. I had to use the restroom for some time, and I figured what better time to take advantage of the many trees surrounding than me than now. Out of reverence for Amy and respect for the girls, I wandered some 50 feet behind the car and behind the girls. No sooner I unzipped my pants, I hear a girl's voice, clear as crystal, saying, I've had enough. Scared shitless, I turned around, manhood still hanging out of my pants, saw all of the girls standing there staring at one another with their mouths agape. I immediately knew that they too had heard it. They jumped back in the car and I quickly followed, silently apologizing to Amy. We sped out of there like a bat out of hell, not wanting to offend her further. This actually only happened two days ago and had been on my mind since. I almost went back last night as something has been beckoning me to return. I've always been fascinated with the paranormal, and this experience has only made me made that fascination stronger. I lose sleep at night, wondering just what Amy had had enough of. Has she had enough of teenagers driving to the spot of her death and disturbing her? Has she had enough of hearing the jokes of the living? I don't know what she's had enough of, and quite frankly, I don't know if I ever will. 
I feel like I have to go back, though, but at the same time, I don't want to disturb Amy from her rest. I feel like that might have actually been, what's the word? What's what's the haunting that's reoccurring that's not, um... Oh, uh, it's... Residual. Oh, a residual shit. haunting. It's residual. Residual haunting. Yeah. Yeah, where it's just the same thing happening over and over and over. Because for her to yeah. say I've had enough, it kind of makes sense. Because if it was Linda, and if it was someone being killed, or someone, you know, tired of someone playing with them, I've had enough would make perfect sense. But... Yeah, being sick of a bunch of little asshats <laughs> back there, like, making fun of the whole thing. Yeah, I'm sure you would have enough. Like, I hope if people would go back there, you know, I was very respectful. These people sound like they were extremely respectful. Um, you know, other people obviously are, are going to be not so respectful. But I think in any instance where you go somewhere um, that's haunted, uh you know, you need to be respectful because these were living people at one time. And if you go back there trying to provoke them and yell at them and scream at them and that kind of thing, like, what kind of response do you think you're going to get? Like, what if you yell and scream at a, at a live person? Like, what kind of fucking, you yell and scream at me, you might get punched in the throat. Like, what do you think's going to happen to you with a fucking... With a ghost that you yell and scream at, I hope they follow you. Hope they follow your bitch ass home. <laughs> <laughs> right, like I always think about that with Zach. Like I remember old episodes of Ghost Adventures when he says ghost followed me home. I'm like, good because you were being a dick, Zach, bro. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I follow your bitch ass home too. Right, fuck like pop out of the some of those ghosts. Some of them are probably <laughs> like mother. Fuck this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, like you, it's no, you're not, you're not helping anyone. Like at all, you're being a douche canoe. Like stop. Like, like I could just see those ghosts like, being like douche nugget. <laughs> <laughs> if they died more recently, if they died in the mid two thousands, they're gonna call them a douche nugget. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot. Is this terrible? I cannot wait until we have ghosts from this day and age. Because they're going to be like, (laughs) it's Britney, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I will lose my shit. Like, where's, where's all the vines? Let me tell you something. I cannot wait to hear a ghost say a vine. That's going to, that's going to make my day. When a ghost is like, (laughs) when a ghost is like, is that a weed? Nine one one, what's your emergency? We're what? We're just we're so somewhere, and all of a sudden we just hear he needs something. <laughs> you're like you're in a cemetery. You're in a fucking cemetery, and it's all quiet. And you're like, give us a sign. You're here. He needs some milk. Where are all the spirits that are dying right now? Like, 
I'm not trying to make light of this. I'm really not. But, like, for real, the people that are dying this day and age, why are we not getting yeets? Why are we not getting, like, what's your name? And someone going, yeet? Like, why, why is that not happening? Oh people aren't going to the right places. We just- <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go to high schools. You gotta go to high schools and... Oh, my God. Hello? I would know. Uh, I probably have a heart attack, not for being terrified from laughing too hard. Like, did that go seriously? Just, like, what just happened? What? What? I did. My roommate just came out of the bathroom and did a dance for me, and it was great. (laughs) (laughs) I have a perfect view to the bathroom from where I'm sitting. Um... But yeah, I've always wondered that. I'm like, all of these ghosts are like, what's soft on yonder window breaks? And then you have like, why aren't these ghosts being like, yeet? Yeah, it's exactly. Just, where, where, I know younger people have passed away. Where are these people? Give me one of those. <laughs> Give me a Viner. I need a Viner. Anyway, moving on to the next story, 2008. This is from Miranda. The story that I have been told about Licka Road over a thousand times is that you can hear her moaning. Okay. And the word help is written in the condensation that appears on your windows. First of all, the condensation appears on your windows, and I read that twice, and I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Totally fine. I have done that before. I was like, I just read the same sentence twice. First of all, the condensation appears on your windows because of the low area so close to the ravine. Pretty much what we just talked about. But that doesn't mean I'm skeptical. Skeptical of the legend. Skeptical. Far from it, actually. I have recently been down there twice. The first time my uncle, two cousins, and I drove down there, parked, and decided to walk on the trail. We walked all the way down the path, cousins clinging to my sleeves. As we got to the bridge, my uncle had the flashlight on the bridge for a second, and I saw a shadow. But I wasn't sure. My uncle moved the light away for a moment. As I was about to grab the flashlight out of my uncle's hand, one of my cousins shouted, Turn the flashlight back, Dad. My first thought was good. I wasn't the only person to see it. As he did it at the same time without rehearsal, we both said simultaneously, It's gone. We both saw a black figure standing on the bridge as if she was waiting for us. Dun, dun, dun. The second time we went down there, it was my uncle, one of my cousins, and the other cousin who was too scared to come because of the last time, my best friend and my dad. This time we all walked on the bridge and passed it. We quickly realized how far up the bridge from the waters below was from the waters below. We didn't see or hear anything, so we decided to go back, but I could still feel that ominous feeling of someone watching us. As we reached the car, we all saw a person leaning against my uncle's car. We all thought we were in trouble, as we thought it was a police officer telling us this was a restricted area. As soon as we all freaked out, the quote-unquote person we saw was gone. Until we were long gone from Lick Road, I had an ominous feeling as if something weren't right. I can say that I'm really amazed to the occurrences that happened to us both times. So that was from Miranda. This is from 2010 from Wayne... Excuse me. Beckham. His name is not Wayne Clear My Throat Beckham. It's just Wayne Beckham. (laughs) (laughs) On June 15, 2006, my ex-girlfriend, my... 
My ex-girlfriend, myself, and about four others went to Lick Road because of what we heard. Although we searched the grounds extensively, we did not see anything until it got dark. We decided to go on the bridge, and one of our friends decided to yell, Amy, I have your baby. He had heard that when she was that she was pregnant when she died, and that if a guy yells that, she quote-unquote attacks. About 30 seconds later, I hear a loud roar as if a furious female was in my ear. I jumped to the other side of the bridge, taking three others with me as we ran down the path to the car. Something slammed into the gate leading into the area, now designated a county park. We then got into a car which did not have electric locks, but suddenly, as I was about to get out to help our friend who fell, the doors locked and would not unlock. He ended up being scratched about that time, and we know it was then because he screamed in pain as four scratches came down his back. I feel like this is a little bit much, but that's just me. I li <laughs> he lifted his shirt and asked me when I saw, when I watched them form. We took off and ended it that way. I've gone down three other times and had sounds. Girls screaming on a digital voice recorder that we did not hear when we were out there the very next day. And a white form come towards us. It was freaky and I hope to try again soon. Do you ever read a ghost story or read a story and you're just kind of like, hmm... That kind of yeah, seems like, like it's a little too much. I'm not quite sure about that one. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, that just sounds like that. Like, maybe bit, you heard something. Much. Maybe you did. Maybe you did hear something. But for someone to actually watch four scratches form on somebody's back when you've never heard of these, the spirit that's there to be aggressive, I just, I don't know. I feel like that's a bit much, but... That's just yeah, me. and I just don't see why this, yeah, I, I don't, this is a, if, if I, what I've come to believe that this is Linda, someone that's, it's definitely a residual haunting, it's definitely someone that's trying to reach out because it's unsolved, I don't see them as being violent, so. Right, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm like, <laughs> so thanks to <laughs> Billy Gallo. This is from Billy Gollum, or Galo, or whatever, for sending in his experience. This is Billy. Billy's! Love the Billy's. Me and two other friends went down the path at the end of Lick Road, past the bridge, and decently far into the woods. Nothing super out of the ordinary happened, but as we got deeper and deeper into the woods, the various insects grew louder. We then reached a point where it almost looked like we were about to step into absolute, complete darkness. Being quite gung-ho still, we decided to press on. Soon after we stepped into the blanket of pure darkness, the bugs started going insane, louder than anything natural. We got spooked at this point and decided to head back. As we stepped back into the moonlit path, I could almost feel the air thinning out. The bugs were a reasonable volume, and I almost felt relaxed. Right as we passed the bridge, we heard a voice. We all stopped in our tracks, and we could tell somebody had said something, but we didn't know what. Right after that, there was this loud thumping noise. We ran as fast as we could back to the thar. Back to the thar. Back to the car. <laughs> and the thumping noise seemed to follow us. As we reached the end of the train, all of us saw some sort of light coming from the back of the car. And just as quickly as we saw it, it went away. We got into the car and drove away with hearts racing. It could have all been echoes from underneath the bridge. The light could have been some sort of reflection or it could have been Amy. All I know is that you won't see me at Lick Road again anytime soon. Well. Yeah. I, I've just, it's hearing so many of these stories 
just now and from what I've heard before, like, I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. I, uh, I don't know. I just... I, I, I do want to see it. I want to see it in person. Like, I want to yeah. actually go there. I know I can't do I'm much sure because it's, you know, patrolled. I don't know if I want to go there at night. Yeah. Which I understand. Um, we do have... We actually have a story from a friend who um, actually went his himself. He was actually featured on our Halloween podcast. His name is Chris. Yes, and yes. Um, he had a couple things that he wanted to share. So uh, he said, there were two creepy things to note. First is when I went with a group of friends, we brought a camera that had a light on it. And after we said that, Amy, we've got your baby, the light went out. The camera kept rolling, but the light went out. The other thing that happened was when I went with one other friend, re- and to note that the era was also known for being a gang site, too, just so you know. That's uh, probably when I saw the spray paint stuff. Just saying. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Because um, I'm sure they've all heard the legend, and I'm sure they're playing into it as well. Um, <clears throat> anyway, the two of us parked at the end of the road before the bridge. Uh, we're sitting there trying to psych each other out, and a car comes rolling down the road. Stops right before it gets to the bottom, about 10 to 15 yards from us, shuts its lights off, and backs up the hill out of sight. We started the car and aborted immediately. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I couldn't stop it. There was nothing. There was nothing I could do. I can't stop. I just just Yeah, my roommate always says you never know how it's gonna go. And that's the truth. <laughs> like you, you really don't you never know it's how just, it's gonna it's, go. It's happening. And when it's happening, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, he had a couple creepy experiences, but it sounds like um the light going out's weird, but it sounds like the other one might have been actual gang activity, so I just you know, it, it just on top of that, uh, people that live back there, police, uh, you know, like I said, game wardens, fucking uh, park rangers, I, you know, that alone would creep me, would just, well, not creep me out, but freak me the fuck out, because I wouldn't want anything physically to happen to me, or get arrested, uh, but... It's definitely a creepy place. Like I said, I definitely felt uh, eerie there. And I definitely felt drawn back to where, uh, not so much to where the bridge was, but I felt more drawn to the right of the area, kind of over the hill. And like I said, that would have been pointing more towards where uh, the area that Linda was killed. So I think I was drawn more to that area. Excuse me. I think I was drawn more to that area for Linda. I think I was feeling her, and I think I was feeling her energy. And I think it's easier to go there during the day to kind of feel more of her energy rather than risking going there at night. And not only are you trespassing, there could just, you know, like I said, God God knows what could happen to you. You know, I don't want anything physically to happen to anybody or myself or anything physically 
or for anybody to get arrested myself or anyone. Uh, so all of that just in itself at night, I wouldn't risk, but I think going there during the day, maybe at dusk, um, and really being able to feel more of the energies back there, it, it's, it's easier to actually feel Linda and, uh, I think that's what I was feeling. I yeah. think being drawn in the direction that I was drawn in, drawn to, I was drawn more towards, towards, uh, towards home. Well, I'd say whenever I make it over there, make my way downtown. Whenever I make it over there, I'm sure I'm gonna <laughs> probably have the same experience and feel. Oh yeah feel her actually you know whenever I open myself up to feeling again because right now I've shut everything off because I just can't so <clears throat> I actually went to a um a cemetery for the first time in a very long time I took a walk with my mom last week I think it was a week yeah. before um and I felt nothing and for me to be able to walk into a cemetery and not feel anything I was like I even said it to myself while I was walking in the cemetery I said it to myself I said you've really shut yourself off because if I was able to walk into a cemetery that I had been in for years like me and my mom used to walk over there all the time when I was a kid and for me to be able to shut that off I'm like I have I have shut my off myself off I just I can't feel anything right now because if I feel anything right now then it's just too much and then it's heavy and then it's just not. So I'm like, I just don't want to feel for the next, <laughs> like, two or three. Like, when we go to Waverly, I'll be like, oh, absolutely. I'll I'll absolutely, like, not cut myself off anymore. Like, stuff like that, I won't. But I'm like, right now, the only way for me to get through this and keep sanity is for me to actually not feel. So... You are definitely not the only one. <laughs> Can I get an amen from the empaths? <laughs> well, I'm glad Chris shared that story with us. Um, I'm glad we did get to share a lot of those stories. Um, there's definitely some crazy shit going back there. But yeah, I can't wait to go back. Um, definitely can't wait for both of us to go. And um, if anybody lives in the area that is listening to this, like we mentioned, all of the above, uh, proceed with a caution. Be safe. And, um, just be respectful because I do believe it's Linda's spirit. And, um, I think more people should, if they do go back there, try to communicate with Linda, try to see if you can reach her, try to see if you can make contact with her. Um, and don't go up there and be like, Linda, listen, because Linda's not going to understand <laughs> what that is. That. Definitely don't do that. She's not going <laughs> to understand. It's kind of like when we were trying to contact the kids at the Borden house and my dumbass mind was like, play with the Chucky doll. And then Becky's like, honey, these, these kids are from like the 1800s. They don't know who the fuck Chucky is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's a toy to them. I'm like, you are absolutely correct. They have no fucking idea who Chucky is. <laughs> They're just like, Oh, toy. Okay. <laughs> They're not like, oh, a Chucky doll. They're like, oh, look, it's a thing. <laughs> so that's all I have for... That's all I have. Uh, yeah, Legend of Lick Road. Um, Don't go looking it now. 
Definitely don't do that. Don't lick it. So, stay home for now because there are orders in place. But once the orders are out of place, don't go licking it. But maybe go exploring it. And again, like we said, be respectful of the living and the dead. Please. Guys, my birthday's next week. It's my golden birthday. I'm 27 birthday. on the 27th. Woo. And I'm doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're getting birthday presents, and uh, we're going to go on a walk. We're going to go on a nice social distance walk as friends, because we haven't seen each other in forever. Y'all, listen, you can you can see one person out of this entire time, as long as you're keeping distance, and it's going to be very hard not to hug. <laughs> this, this quarantine social distancing shit for an affectionate person is not working. It's not working for me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a hug and make out with all y'all. Listen, when we're allowed to do this shit, I'm gonna make we're making out, we're cuddling, it's happening, get over it. <laughs> As Casper said it. It did. Everybody seems to be pretty receptive of it too, so it'll be it'll be a fun a fun session. <laughs> yeah. Oh for sure. Friends I friends and family I haven't seen coming soon. Oh yeah. I think I may, when I go to see my sister, I think I may just lay on the floor and let the kids just fall all over me and just, Aww, that's, yeah. that's what I want. <laughs> so guys, next week is exciting. Um, I actually picked the true crime for next week because, well, it's my birthday, but also I'm obsessed with, this is probably one of my favorite serial killers on top of Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer, um, Eileen Wernos. Mm-hmm. And if to you round out the month. Yes. And if you guys haven't seen Monster, I highly recommend to watch Monster before next week because it's very accurate and actually very weird how Charlize Theron looks identical to her and it's she won an Oscar for that role and she deserved it because she literally became her. Also Christina Ricci plays her lover, which if that doesn't get you involved, then you horror fans, I don't know what to tell you because I mean Wednesday Adams, Lizzie Borden, so just do it. <laughs> but um, also, if well, you I, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You're Sorry, no, you're good. No, I was just gonna say I wanted to mention real quick for anybody that wanted to uh, mm-hmm. kind of get a jump start if they're familiar with Eileen prior to listening to our podcast. Um, Amazon Prime has got everything you need. Uh, I don't think Monster is on there for free. I think you actually have to purchase it. But I can tell you that um, Eileen Warnos, The Selling of a Serial Killer, um, also Eileen, Life and Death of a Serial Killer, uh, are two of the best, best, most amazing documentaries I've ever seen that go really in-depth with Eileen that have um, actual uh, interviews with her prior to her dying. Um uh, being put to death rather she's it, it, she just was a very interesting individual um yeah it's a rough story man i knew about the story prior to seeing monster and i've i've always wanted to talk about her once we got this podcast going and i'm so glad we finally were able to and i'm so glad casper shows an interest in her um as a serial killer because it's a really sad story as yeah. most of these are on all sides and um my thing about – the reason why I want people to watch the documentaries first is because I kind of want everybody to get the story on all sides and 
Well, monster is more of something for people who know the story and more of something for people who already are very familiar with it. Um, so yeah, 100% listen to what Becky's saying and watch the documentaries first, because once you get to know her as a person, the movie will make more sense to you as well. I also think the movie is kind of told more from her point of view, which mm-hmm. I appreciate Charlize Theron doing mm-hmm. as a starring as her being an executive producer. I think made, uh, it, you know, it, it was her story. She wanted this to be Eileen's story, and I really, really, really appreciated that. But from the documentary standpoint, not only do they give you more backstory about Eileen, they also tell you more about the victims involved. Um, a lot of these men were just, just kind of. Oh, some of the worst murders I feel like are like wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Like it's just random. These people don't know you. You just happen to be driving by, walking by, be there, whatever. And you're in their crosshairs and that's it. And that just all encompasses this story. Yeah. The, the, the victims involved were sad. Eileen's story is very sad. Her girlfriend's story is very sad. You've seen a blaze in the movie. Um, it's a great movie, a really interesting story. Amazon Prime, get everything on there if you guys want to get some information about the story prior to the podcast. But really, please, I hope you guys listen. We're going to put a lot of thought into this because we both really love, love the story. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I just love when both of us are like, you know, we both we both have our individual favorites. But when we have like ones where it's like, oh my God, we're both like, both love this story like both really excited it was actually really funny because i think it was last year i did not even know monster was a thing and usually when i really like an actor or an actress when their birthday comes to celebrate their birthday this is weird but i do it i watch a movie with them in it that i've never seen so christina ricci's birthday last year hit and i got on her imdb and I saw Monster, and when I clicked on it, I was like, that woman looks like motherfucking Eileen Wernos. <laughs> so when I clicked on it, and I read the synopsis, I was I looked at my roommate, and I said, I'm sorry, there's a movie about Eileen Wernos where Charlene Theron plays her, and Christina Ricci plays her girlfriend? And I was not aware of that until now? And I just looked at her. She goes, oh, yeah, I've been, I've been wanting to watch that. I said, well, fucking sit your ass down. We're watching it right now. I'm like, I am not waiting. <laughs> I'm it's like, like one of those things where you feel like you've been living under a rock when you finally find out about it. You're like, we must watch this now. <laughs> I was like, we're wa- I'm like, I'm not even looking at anything else. We're watching this. Like, I have to watch this. She's one of my favorite serial killers. So, and then I was just like in awe afterwards. I was, and now I can't hear uh, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. The same. (laughs) And if you've seen it, you all know what I'm talking about. Takes on an all new meaning, but yeah, everybody needs to see it. Like we said, uh, guys, please watch it. Uh, Get some information about Eileen prior to the podcast. You get familiar with it, but definitely listen in. This is going to be a good one. Alright, guys, so word from our sponsor. Calm your booty down. Uh, my Jonas Brothers one isn't going off very well. <laughs> oh, I, I think it's hilarious. But... Yeah, no, I'm biased. Whatever. Chill um, your body down. 
All right, we're done. I'm done. <laughs> See, what's terrible is my, because of the age gap, my first introduction to the Jonas Brothers was when South Park made fun of them. So when you do the voice, it's like, that's what it makes me think of is the South Park episode. So then it just, it's even funnier. But it's so perfect Shout though, because I mean. anybody out there that saw the South Park <clears throat> episode. Even if you are a Jonas Brothers, look, they thought it was funny. Even if you're a Jonas Brothers fan, it is a funny I'm a. I mean, I'm episode. sort of a Jonas Brothers fan, mm, sort of, and I'm like, it sings like this. I think you can so, like a few of their songs without saying you're a fan. I like a few of their songs. I'm definitely not a fan. Yes. I'm definitely not. You ain't. You ain't never gonna catch me at a fucking Jonas Brothers concert. I'll tell you that right. Fuck. <laughs> like I went and saw Nick Jonas because Demi Lovato was there. Right. right. Like this. Exceptions. Demi, Demi was exceptions. my calling, so I'm like, like if, exceptions. If if my best friend really wanted to go and it was just him, I would have went with her, but it would not have been the same had Demi not been there. Totally understandable. That's my girl. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I I know I've had uh, I know I've been uh posting had post on uh instagram about new product coming um everything is coming uh it should be if not the end of this week by this weekend i've got a big order right now that i'm working on um that i'm really proud of um i'm actually uh giving some product away to a uh, local nursing home for some frontline workers um you know unfortunately there's some nursing homes uh, where people can't uh, visit their families right now, or families can't visit them, rather, because of the stay-at-home order and just, you know, out of worry with them. And um, it's, unfortunately, in certain areas, the virus is really bad in nursing homes. Um, so I'm donating some uh, bath bombs to them, uh, which is great and wonderful, and I'm really excited about that. Uh, but uh, the new bath bombs will be coming the end of this week, uh, they will be lemonade bath bombs. Um, actually, it's one type, and then there's going to be a lavender body scrub. I cannot wait for everybody um, to get a hold of this product. It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited about it. I've been wanting to do a body scrub for a while. I got the idea from a friend last year, uh, and I can't wait to finally uh, put it out there. But right now, um, there's still free shipping available. The Etsy shop, just search Calm Your Body Down and DFWTO coupon code for Don't Fuck With The Original. So it gets you 50% off everything. And I'm going to keep the 50% off for as long as everything's going on. You know, I know people are kind of in a bad situation right now. So um, I know whatever discounts out there help as much as possible. So just, you know, until things smooth over, we'll have this discount in place. DFWTO, check out the Etsy shop. Um, the new Lemonade Bath Bombs and the Lavender Body Scrub will be coming um, the end of this week, uh, if not next week. Um, and thanks again, guys. Come your body down. <laughs> oh, my God. Ding. I'm like, don't die, don't die, don't die. So, guys, if you would like to follow us on our social media and stuff and things, I'm sorry, my mind went blank for a second there. Totally um, Instagram. It takes so much phlegm to do that Jonas Brothers voice, and then all the phlegm goes to your brain, and you're just like, I forgot what was happening. Exactly, and then I'm like, Yep. Where? See, I got you. Was I? 
What was I talking about? Who are you? Where are we? What are we doing? So if you want to give us a follow on, excuse me, um, social media, we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All at Don't Fuck With The Original. Make sure to spell it out with the apostrophe or you will not find us. Twitter handle is DFWTO8811. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns, or want to just hit us up, email us at DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. And if you would like to know when we post new, um, I almost said videos, I was doing so well. New episodes, you can give us a follow, a subscribe, a like um, on Spotify, Podbean, CastBox, Podcast Player, and Podcast Addicts. I'm going to actually try this weekend. I'm actually going to do it and try this weekend to maybe get us on Apple. Um, I know getting us on iTunes and even Google Play would actually be really cool. So I'm going to try to do that. Um, and if I can't, just know that I'm going to do it soon. I'll probably contact, uh, Crystal. Yeah, girl. <laughs> and see if she can't, can't help me out. Cause Apple, I'm, I'm like fucking foreign with Apple. I don't like Apple. So I'm like, I know a lot of people use iTunes and podcasts on iTunes, which is why I want to do this. Cause it'll help a, a lot of people out. You know, my um, hubby, my hubby does, and a lot of people he works with yeah. does. I haven't, I haven't in years. I have an iPod. It sucks. <laughs> I spent a lot of money on two iPods years ago, and I never use my iPod. I just, yeah, once I, um, you know, I'm an Android user, and once yep. I just got into using, once I got into listening to podcasts on my phone, I just started listening. It was just easier for me to listen to them on other platforms, but a lot of people do listen on their iPods and a lot of people have iPhones. So, um, yeah, we will definitely work on, uh, that's awesome Casper, but, uh, yeah, we definitely will work on trying to get on more platforms because we are developing a true, a big following. And I think all of our current, um, listeners and new listeners, and we are so excited and so thankful for you. And we are going to try to get on some more platforms to branch out there for sure. We definitely want to do that more for your guys' benefit because, you know, not everybody has Spotify. Not everybody has, um, someone I actually talked to today was interested in listening to the podcast and they didn't have Spotify. So they asked me how to go about it and I actually recommended Podbean. More because Podbean is uh, more of a podcast app and it's completely free for anybody who wants to listen. So I apologize for my neighbors right now. They're being insane. <laughs> but um yeah i i usually like to recommend whatever's easiest for most people and i know that itunes is something that is very 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 easy for a lot of people because i probably i hate apple but most of the population has iphones so more of those people are going to use itunes i used to have an ipod and so yeah, yeah like i know how that all interchanges would you fucking get away with your loud ass car? <laughs> like, I am recording. Excuse you. But yeah. So this weekend, hopefully, I can get us on at least Google Play or uh, Apple. We'll definitely work on that. And uh, we'll definitely let you guys know. We'll post links everywhere, of course. So um, that's all for this week. We hope you guys have a great week. Come back next week for some true crime, because we all know you love the true crimes. Oh, uh, we can't wait to bring it to you guys. Thank you again for listening tonight. Have a great week. Love you. 
We love you. <laughs> oh, that good stuff. Okay, bye. <laughs>